0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another Roll of the Dice with Saddest Night Out. I am your, I am the voice in your head when you're trying to get to sleep at night. And this is the fourth time I'm doing this. Last time I said I would try and do this every day, and this time I'm thinking about what I will do each of those days. I think each week I'll try to have a theme that goes across the whole thing. So, Monday to Friday, I'll probably had just short 10-15 minutes at max, ruminations on a certain topic. And then Saturday, I'd like to focus on new music. And Sunday, I'll probably post a longer conversation, similar to the one I had about movies and the Oscars on episode 2 of this thing. So... All that remains is me to actually record the things. In fact, for this one, I actually wrote down notes of what to talk about. I'm start, it's starting to feel a little bit like homework, which is what I didn't want. But I think it's because I'm still new at it. And I'm becoming a little self-conscious about it. But we'll power through. Thank you to anyone that has listened to any of the previous ones. I hope you've enjoyed what you heard. If not, tough. Uh, I do still have a Patreon up there. It is still barren. But uh, I'm hopeful. Give it time. Give it time. I'll get that first pound, and it'll make it all worthwhile. I posted about this a bit on Instagram when I'm doing each episode, and it's interesting to see the influx of followers after each post, and then the ensuing exodus of followers once I don't follow everybody back, or even if I do follow people back. There's such a weird dynamic on social media. Everyone's just trying to grow those numbers. So they'll follow you, get you to follow back, and then just sneakily unfollow you. Or they'll give you those comments that are just one emoji. It's either the 100 or the flames. Because apparently that's all you need to say in this digital age. Those emojis alone say it all. But thank you to anyone that has listened. Uh, I have had some people start following me who... I know in real life, and didn't really follow on the digital realm, and it feels a bit weird that they now follow me, but, I mean, my profile isn't on private, and this thing can be found by anyone, so, I guess that's just something I'll have to get used to. Ah, uh, well, how bad could it be? This week, I have on the calendar... I'm going back to the open mic night on Tuesday. I haven't been for a couple of weeks because I was a little bit ill. As you might have noticed on previous episodes, I'm feeling much better now. I think I might finally be out of the woods with this thing. Just a little bit of residual coughing. And I am... In fact, I'm trying to prepare for tomorrow's open mic because I'm going to perform. I'm going to perform a cappella, but without the microphone. Now, I have a bit of a loud voice at the best of times. And I want to like when I when I help to host, I can be somewhat engaging with the audience, somewhat charismatic. But when I'm actually performing, I'm so used to performing just by myself in my bedroom that I, and when you're performing in that kind of way, I go into my own head and imagine where I'd like to be performing, rather than just so it's not as if I'm just performing in my room. It's you're imagining it in a certain venue with a certain crowd and you're performing to that imagined scenario rather than where you actually are. And that's all well and good when you're playing to yourself in your room, but when you're playing actually on a stage, it helps to be present. So I can be a bit guilty of closing my eyes or looking down at the ground as if I'm still imagining myself performing elsewhere and neglecting where I'm at the space I'm actually in. So I'm going to try and perform a cappella without the microphone so that I can wander into the middle of the audience. I say audience, it's not a big thing. It's, it's a room above a pub, maybe at most 30 people or so. But hey, everyone's got to start somewhere. So I want to try and perform a cappella and walk out into the audience, because when you do it with a microphone, you can get feedback. So i have to really test the volume of my voice and my actual performance, how I inhabit that space. Since once I'm standing out in front of everyone, in the middle of everyone, I can't just close my eyes or look down at the floor. I'll have to really engage. So that'll be some interesting training. That's what I'm going to try and focus on today. If you want to know what I'm going to perform, it's a cover i performing, if you'd like to know what it is. I guess you'll just have to come to the Reliance Pub by Old Street Station tomorrow night. Or not, maybe I'll mention it later on in the week. We'll see. Also, something to look forward to this week is that I am seeing the band Fur perform at the Old Blue Last On Friday, it's a free show, so if you are in the London area and are available that evening, come on down. Because these are... I don't know if anyone that's listening to this actually follows me on Instagram. I don't know if anyone's listening to this full stop. But I don't know if anyone's listening to this follows me on Instagram. Because a while back I posted that there are five artists that I'm really keeping an eye on this year. Because I have high hopes for them. And fur are one of those artists. Now when it comes to new music, I feel as though I've been burned before. I've, I've been scorned. Or I am scorned, I don't know how that works. I don't know though. There's something I think of as the Skinner's conundrum. Skinner in reference to Principal Skinner from The Simpsons. At one point on that show he says, Is it me, am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. And that is an excellent illustration of what it is to grow older at some point things that might have worked on you in the past no longer do and you wonder whether it's because those things aren't as effective as they used to be or if it's because you've just grown older and such things don't work on you personally new music I I really fell out of love with it it just stopped speaking to me the way it used to I was I really romanticised the early 2000s indie rock New York renaissance thing. I was late to most of it. But, like, the Killers first album, Franz Ferdinand, Block Party, Interpol, Strokes, LCD Sound System, Kings of Leon, Yeah Yeah Years, TV on the radio, Hot Chip. When those artists arrived, you didn't need much convincing that they were good. You just listened, and it was self-evident. I was against that kind of music at first as well. Until I heard Block Party, Helicopter, Like Eating Glass. And as soon as I heard it, I thought, okay, I get this straight away. I don't need a two-page spread to convince me that this is good. I can just recognise it. Somewhere along the way, that stopped working for me. I was never a huge fan of Arcade Fire. I I appreciate them. I like some of their music. But when they arrived, they arrived and were forever championed as a really important band. Didn't really do it for me. And I feel as though on the back of them came the... What is the name of the band that sings, I will wait, I will wait for you. I'm thinking Maccabees. It definitely isn't the Maccabees. One of them's married to an actress. Mumford and Sons, there it is. Got there in the end. When they arrived, it did nothing for me. And they arrived with... A bit of a wave of other artists who had a similar sound, that real stamp and banjo type of sound. Didn't do anything for me. On the flip side of that, in the pop realm, I might have my timescales a bit wrong here, but Lady Gaga was on the scene. And that was another artist that just didn't really do anything for me. Now, whether or not you like something, let's take it or leave it, that's fair enough. But when you don't care for something, and you see it everywhere you go, it starts to feel like it's being shoved down your throat. As if some powers that be are trying to force you to like it. And they won't stop until you submit. And that turns your initial eh-ness about it into active dislike. And that's what happened to me. And it's I can't think of a recent artist who's undone that for me. Tain and Impalas has gotten big since then. I like some songs, but I'm not completely on that train. Not in the same way I was for those artists from the early two thousands. Taylor, Parlo, who else? Mac DeMarco doesn't really do it for me. Ah, uh, who sings that song? I'm wide awake. But it's weird because I don't. I'm not completely in love with these artists. of the Creator and the whole odd future thing. Nah, it just felt like it wasn't for me. That's why I started to think, "Is it me? Or is it the kids? Maybe I'm not one of the kids anymore." Suffice to say, I'm now very wary when new music is given a spotlight as, hey, this is the thing worth checking out. Now I, th- I feel as though the actual merit of the music and the narrative that it fulfills are two different things. New music is a void that's constantly in need of filling, so there'll always be something shoved in your way. There's a lot of just jingle jangle indie that does nothing for me. The type of music where if it stopped existing tomorrow, I don't think I'd notice or care but it's a very selfish way to look at it but hey, it is me so that's how I'm going to feel about it so I'm wary when it comes to new music that's thrown my way but the five artists that I mentioned earlier this year as being the ones I am holding a bit of a flame for in this year they all had one song they all had at least one song that cut through any PR attempts at selling them to me Just I myself connected with the song. And then everything else around that song seemed to fit. So I thought, okay, I will give this artist my attention and let's see where it goes. The first of those artists was J.W. Ridley. He had a song called Blitz. I can't even remember how I heard it. I think it was on Spotify somehow. It freaks me out how good Spotify is trying to be at providing with new music it's very much trying to replace any human arbiter of call any human gatekeeper i didn't realize until way late in the game that when you make a playlist on spotify if you keep scrolling down it will actually present to you more songs you should add to this playlist just it's great but also feels a little bit creepy to me but either way it brought me blitz by jw ridley And that song I just fell in love with. It was my most listened to song last year. At least it would have been if it wasn't taken off of Spotify for a while and then put back on. But I just absolutely loved it. So there was that. And then I think the next one was Starcrawler. Because a friend of mine, Yara, hello Yara if you ever listen to this. No hard feelings if you don't, but hi all the same. She recommended checking them out. But then she couldn't make it, so I went by myself. And I actually bumped into Steve and Mac at the gig, which was a bit of a surreal moment. But they, one, they're incredibly young. And two, they're incredibly talented. And I found those two facts jarring. I actually got to talk to them a bit at that show. I talked to the guitarist, Henry, quite a bit. He's phenomenally talented. And they're all very humble, and they're all very hardworking. They're just constantly untaught. In fact, online, I recently finished a tour in Japan, which looked <coughs> amazing. And then they came back and they did South by Southwest, and now they're back on tour again in America. I guess, you know, while you're young, you can hit the road that hard. And hey, any success they attain, they absolutely deserve it. More power to them. They are the first of these artists to release an album. Self-titled, with an amazing cover. That came out in January, I believe. And the first song on the album, Train, is the song that I would recommend to bring people in. And when that's the opener to your album, you know, I, I'm, I'm strapped in. Wherever you want to take me, go ahead and take me. The next artist I think I discovered was Pale Waves. I think of all five artists, they are by far the most popular. There is a similarity to 1975. But they very much stand on their own two feet. They are they have an image and a sound about them that feels very complete already. So they're not just another artist that, oh yeah, they've got a couple of good songs. They already feel like a lifestyle brand that you can fully commit to. They're just something that feels so enveloping and involving about them. That I th- I think they've dotted their I's and crossed their T's outside of the music, completely removed from the music, they've built a world around them that already feels bolstered and guaranteed for success. They just have to keep it coming. And the songs, they just keep delivering. They know their sound, they know what works, and they just keep hitting that sweet spot. So that's J.W. Ridley, Starcrawler, Paleways, Arden were a band that I saw at one of is his name Phil Taggart who is a DJ in Radio 1 he hosts these live music nights called Slacker and Arden were one of those bands playing at one of those nights and they had this one song which I posted on my Instagram as well I later found it's called Throwing Stones and it stuck with me ever since that first performance I had never heard of them going into that show I hadn't heard of any of the artists and they were all very good but that song just felt head and shoulders above everything else it there's a, a bouncy synth line. It feels like it's a lost Fleetwood Mac or Kate Bush B-side, and it's just fantastic. And then you listen, I listen to more of their stuff, and again, it didn't feel like a one-off, it didn't feel like an anomaly. It felt like, oh, okay, they're onto something here. I will keep paying attention. And the last of these artists, the ones that I'm seeing this week, are Fur. And they were another band that I, I saw a free gig. In fact, this is where I met Yara, who I mentioned earlier because she was at the front row and said she absolutely loves them. Again, I hadn't heard of them at all. They were a support band for the band that I had come to see, who I can't even remember now. I think it was Free Money, maybe? It was the free gig at birthdays, back when I was all about the free gigs, and I hope to be about the free gigs again soon. And they just weren't what I was... I didn't know what to expect. I did not expect what I found. They sound like they would be the perfect band for 50s prom high school dance. That scene in Back to the Future, and Marty goes back with his parents and he needs them to dance with each other, and he starts disappearing, but then he eventually plays Johnny Be Good. They sound like they could be playing at that party. The singer is fantastic, he just cuts through, he's so clear. Again, not unlike Pale Waves, they have a real method to their songwriting craft that just hits that sweet spot every time. Very impressive band. And again, I feel like all they need to do is just keep... They've set the groundwork, they've set the foundation effectively. All they need to do is keep delivering. And the sky is the limit. So those five artists are Starcrawler, Pale Waves, Arden, J.W. Ridley, and Fur. Starcrawler, I'd recommend the song Train, Pale Waves. They're all great, but I go with Television Romance. Arden, it's Throwing Stones, J.W. Ridley, it's Blitz. And Fur, it's a song called Triumph. Just listen to those songs. I know every blog and every website and every Twitter account and every YouTube channel is trying to throw more new music at you. And a lot of it is hit and miss, and it becomes very easy to become dismissive of new music because there's so much. A lot of it is unsatisfactory, so it's easier to just stick to what you know. But just try those five songs. Train by Starcrawler, Television Romance by Pale Waves, Throwing Stones by Arden. Blitz by J. W. Ridley and Trying by Fur. Give 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 them a chance. It just might lead to something. It might be the start of a beautiful friendship. And I am seeing Fur on Friday, which should be a rollicking good time as it always is. You can find me at the very front row. That's that's where I be when it comes to their shows. I'll be the black guy in the white shirt. And yeah, open mic night tomorrow, performing a cappella without a microphone, which could be a stellar resounding success that makes the crowd cheer my name or it could be a case of me leaving with my head head hanging shame. If you never try, you never know. Otherwise, I'm going to keep working on my music and slowly but surely eking it out there. It feels really weird. There's no defined method for success or progress when it comes to making your own music. So everyone's just swinging wildly in the dark, and every now and then someone connects and tries to claim this is the way to do it. But then someone else tries that, and it doesn't work, so you're back to square one. I don't think there is any one definitive way, which can make it hard to pursue anything, because you think, yeah, but what if this won't work? But it's the same with this podcast. I, kept, I could come up with a million reasons why I shouldn't, but unless, until you do it, you don't know where it will take you. So, once again, I'll try and play some music at the end of this. I think I might play the bass guitar. I haven't done that yet. I've done acoustic guitar, I've done piano. And I've done an old recording. At some point, I'll do electric guitar, but I think this time I'll do bass guitar. And, yeah, if you have new music that you think is worthy of attention, send it my way. My email address is night out. all one word at gmail dot com night out at gmail dot com send me a link send me what I'd really love is if you recorded yourself saying why you love the mu- this piece of music that you're trying to send to me because I think that's something that's neglected right now it's all algorithms saying if you like this you might like this I want to hear from a person who loves this whatever this is saying. Here's a new song by this new band, and I love it because X, Y, and Z. And then I might be more willing to accept it. I might be more receptive to it, and I might see it the way you see it, and come to love it as well. So yeah, saddestnightout at gmail.com. Let me know what new music you're into, and then on Saturday I'll maybe listen to a whole bunch, and talk about it as well. I think that'll do for now. I'm going to play some music to go out, but otherwise... Thanks again for listening. You can find me online, Twitter and Instagram at SaddestNightOut. Patreon.com forward slash Out. One pound a month. Ah. <laughs> time will tell. Alright. right, have done 20 minutes. That'll do. Talk to you in a bit. Okay. This is me playing bass. <coughs> Not very well. This is a bass solo from a song that one day someone other than me will have heard. Enjoy.